Hey, and what's up, everybody out there tuning in? I'm happy you could join us today on another episode of I Don't Know. Maybe it's just me. I'm your sister. I'm your friend and your most gracious host, Fran Speaks. I'm happy to have you guys listening to my weekly, sometimes bi-weekly, audio analysis on current and historical topics as it relates particularly to us as a people. Before we get into the show, I want you guys to go ahead and be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Fran Speaks. You can also look me up on Facebook as well at Fran Speaks and follow me there so you can be up to date with the topics and stories we discuss on a day to day. First and foremost, I know at the beginning of this week, it was the worst for a lot of people, emotional and a lot of different different mixed um, feelings surrounding the Kobe Bryant tragedy. Um, First, let's just send out our deepest condolences to the Kobe Bryant family and all the families that were involved in a helicopter crash that claimed the life of Kobe Bryant and his 13-year-old daughter, Gianna Bryant, just Monday, right before noon in Calabasas, California. He, his daughter, and um, other passengers were flying to a basketball retreat or basketball camp that he participates in with his daughter, and they um, died in a helicopter crash. And a lot of people took to social media. I mean, you know, social media has become a place where the most likes and the most comments and the most reactions is given to those who pander in conspiracy or hatred or evil thought, um, evil post. You know, a lot of people was using this tragedy to bring up their Illuminati beliefs and their Hollywood um, conspiracy, blood ritual, sacrificial, you know, mumble jumbo. And I really thought it was a very tacky, very tasteless time. Um, You will even see people 20 years older than me, you know, not sending condolences, but, you know, it's like good riddance or he's done nothing for the black community. So why do we care or why are you idol worshiping by sending condolences to him and his white wife? And it's like, yo, I'm a wife. I have kids. Um, if one of my children were to die with my husband, that would be terrible. And I mean, I think whether people know me personally or not, I think they would um, send in their condolences or, you know, wish me strength and peace in this time of grievance. So I think being a human being is um, not valued anymore. People relate consciousness to coldness or um, no feelings or cancel culture as to actually being in tune with yourselves and being in tune with others and being sensitive to sensitive things. I think this Kobe um, situation kind of turned my stomach because a lot of people... You got to see them for who they are. You have to see a lot of people, like, really come out of that, you know, who who they really was. You got to see people for the really dumbasses they are. And I unfollow, block, unsubscribe to many people this week. It's like, yo, I don't agree with anything necessarily that Kobe Bryant did, you know, throughout his life. No, I don't believe in interracial marriages. I don't do it, but I don't want to burn nobody at the stake for choosing to do so. I don't feel like it is my, you know, I have the, I don't have the place. Neither do you. Neither 
neither do any of you. Nobody has a place to tell people who to love. You know, we could choose to do what we, you know, wish to do and teach our children to do what we, you know, wish to do. But telling people who they need to love and, you know, because who he was with or um, what he did or didn't do for the black community, that does, it still doesn't excuse, you know, saying ill things in the death of someone. So coming from me, all I have is, you know, no, I don't agree with his life, but do I respect the fact that he was a family man and one of the greatest basketball athletes that, you know, we've had in our time and our culture? Yeah. So let's just let's just bury this situation. Let this family mourn. Let the families mourn. And, you know, let's put on our ten or four hats for other more important reasons. All right. You know, we shouldn't be we shouldn't be so vested in these evil acts and these things to tear each other down. We shouldn't even subscribe or participate in anything negative or anything that, you know, makes you vibe low. We should all wish to vibe high, you know, and, and higher vibrations. So by me unsubscribing or unliking or unfollowing people that, you know, I was following prior to the Kobe Bryant case, I think it really made my week go a lot smoother. And I, I talked to a lot of people this week as well who did the same thing, and I think um, it helped them out as well. So we're not going to speak on the Kobe Bryant story no more. We're just going to, you know, send out our condolences, like I said, and we're going to be moving along because that's what decent folks do. Right? <laughs> As we know, in the United States, we celebrate Black History Month, right? So for one month out of an entire year, we are pushed to um, celebrate our heritage and the history we are taught through education about, quote unquote, Blacks or African-Americans, right? So what I did was I challenged my followers to actually dig into their own history and connect with some of the ancestors some of the living ancestors who are still alive who are able to tell you more than any educator could about who you are I think we are a people who like to fantasize about other places in the world in regards to our history or our culture and it's it's um, black people we have to one understand that America is a black continent. I know many don't understand it, but America is, is just as black, if not blacker than Africa. America stretches from the islands at the tip-top coast of Canada, and it stretches all the way down to the islands of the South Americas. And it's very, very bottom. That's all considered America. All of those people are black. Majority of those people are black. They are um particularly mestizos and Siberian and other races classified as Native Americans that also live on the land of America. But America is a very vast land and it's only divided by corporations and borders. It's, it's, we've never been 
we've been sectioned off into territories, but the corporation borders and country borders is created. Meaning all these people on this land are the same people. They're just governed and colonized by different entities or foreigners, right? So that was one thing I wanted to throw out there. You know, yes, it's Black History Month, month, and we're all prone to you know, share stories about slavery and share stories about the Middle Passage and share stories about great African leaders and civilizations that once lived. But we should also be cognizant of the great American history. It's great um, melanated American history right under your feet. And many of us are lost because we're seeking education to tell us about who we are when education starts at home and that statement alone means so many more things than you could ever imagine education starts at home because that's when you learn how to speak that's when you learn your first languages that's where you learn how to conduct yourself that's where you learn how to maneuver through nature through life whatever it is your area you may need to know how to walk through woods or maybe need to learn how to avoid prickly trees or you maybe need to learn how to avoid certain things that are just specific to your area and that's all a form of education education is not just indoctrination or compulsory school systems nor is education only just um education through college universities right so If you guys can do me that one favor, look into your history. Start with your ancestors. I don't care if it's an uncle or aunt, grandmother, great-grandmother, anybody who's willing to share with you their life history, their oral traditions or oral stories passed down. Because a lot of times we look right over our history. Our history is our grandparents sitting right in their room, in their chair you ain't went in there and talked to in weeks. That's your history. That's your history teacher. That is your only history teacher. I can't tell you who you are. I can only speak for who I am. And because I'm classified as Black or African American, I know my grandparents told me we were Indian. Right? So wouldn't it be rather dismissive or disrespectful for me to go and gain an education? My grandmother didn't go to school past third grade her her grandmother didn't go to school at all it wasn't required as it wasn't necessary was it it wasn't even allowed you know so they say but at the same time I've went through school I've went through and completed elementary I've went through and completed middle school I've went through and completed college I've went through and completed high school listen nothing I learned in those school settings told me about who I am as as this Black American or classified as Black American person I am today. Only thing that told me who I was was my family. And only your family can tell you who you are. And I meet a lot of people, I come across a lot of people who say, okay, well, all Black people are from Africa or Black people hate themselves because they don't know that they're African or black people don't like themselves because they have black skin. It's like black skin is not exclusive to Africa. Black skin is not exclusive to America. They have black skin all over the world. And the out of Africa theory is just a theory. You know, many of these beliefs that we have that we learn from compulsory school systems are based off theories. 
and we're not mindful of that and that's very responsible for to to even be taught theories as truths or facts because then you have a lot of mixture of theories people are taught different things based on who is in control of their population or their resources or their land you know many people don't subscribe to that Africa theory I'm one of those people that do not subscribe to that Africa theory because if you subscribe to the out of Africa theory you are subsequently subscribing to the idea that all humans evolve from monkeys you know how silly that sounds all humans evolve from monkeys and they have people that believe that I don't believe my people evolve from monkeys they're not involving into monkeys now they never did but that is a theory as well so you don't have to believe a theory you know it's you know you just don't have to believe that there are things that you could base your beliefs off of that comes with solid hardcore facts and that's all I really deal with I don't subscribe to any religion I don't subscribe to anyone's ideology of course I can listen to anyone I, I, I appreciate you guys my supporters you guys always sending me information I appreciate you guys sending me things that align with your beliefs and what it is that you're following because it does not affect me and my beliefs and who I know to be who I know myself to be so I love and I'm very interested in learning from people all over the world I was speaking with a guy from Ghana today and he was telling me about their culture and how they don't you know particularly mix with other cultures in the region but he was highly particularly interested in marrying a American black woman so of course I wanted to ask him what what was his infatuation with black women what would make you say you don't want to marry an African woman or a Ghanaian woman or a Nigerian woman you prefer a black woman and he said well black women work hard they take care of their children great they're hard workers and they support their men but this came out after a long conversation where he was saying that you know why don't we want to come to Africa Ghana welcomes us and we're ashamed of them and you know me being me I'm going to break down my entire ideology to you and of course he came around and he completely understand that you know we're black people they're black people we're labeled as black people but we're not black people we are uh, we're Americans they're Africans or Nigerians or whatever it is they're classified you know they identify as just because we are different that doesn't mean that we hate them that doesn't mean that I hate them I'm not going to tell you not to hate them I don't know what your beef is with people of other countries but I don't beef with anybody and I don't hate them because I recognize the difference in us you know, a lot of people like to tell us, well, you know, we're all black. We're all from the same people. We're all the same people. It's like, no, you don't go and tell Asians that the Japanese and, and the ones from Tokyo and the Vietnamese and all that stuff. They're not all the same people. They want to allow you to group them all other than Asians. So you're not going to group us all because we don't even have the same cultures. We don't have the same beliefs. We don't have the same practices. We don't have the same heritage. And neither do those groups. So if you're you're aware of your you're aware of the whole idea that how Asians different you know types of Asians get upset when you say oh are you Chinese or 
are you Vietnamese or no I'm not Vietnamese I'm Japanese you know we understand their offense to it you know it's not saying that they hate the Japanese it's just saying that you know we're different people we have different tribal beliefs we have different spiritual beliefs we're different people yes we may look similar but we're not the same that doesn't make sense to a lot of people but once I explained it to this guy Kevin from Ghana he understood completely you know because he was under the belief that you know American people hate African people or they hate themselves and all that stuff and it's like no brother no you have it all wrong we don't hate anyone I don't hate anyone and you know a lot of us we fight the wrong people and I see a lot of negative energy being you know tossed out and mixed up in a lot of the things we do so that's why I say don't dis- don't subscribe to anything that's negative or energy draining or causing you to vibrate at a lower lower self you know we want to vibrate high we want to send positive vibes that's what this podcast is all about you know I don't have to agree with any one of you out there but I want to make sure that you guys understand that I have my own beliefs for my own reasons and if you like to know my reasons you're welcome to follow and ask me any questions you like as long as you can allow me to ask you those same questions because like you want to understand me or like you may be trying to dissect my beliefs I actually enjoy dissecting others beliefs I enjoy listening to what you believe and what it is that you follow and why that helps me understand the entire world from my perspective it does so as long as you guys can respect my beliefs and you know what it is that I feel I can respect yours as well it's no hate here this is an all love podcast And another story that we are following right now is the reparation story coming out of Detroit with the Motor City um, news story I shared on my social media about two or three days ago. And it's just basically saying that $600 billion will be awarded to African-Americans, quote unquote, from the governments of Iran and Venezuela. What I found interesting about that was right after that story was released, Trump killed their chief military um, person there, or he, you know, ordered the assassination of the of the gentleman there. And um, there's a lot of war tension going on. We were actually attacked at the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad just uh, Monday as well, the same day that we lost Kobe Bryant. So it's a lot of things going on this week, and I have been taking notes and you know listening to you guys' opinions about it, and it's been really great because that helps me evolve to you know be able to navigate through you guys to get you guys to you know understand what I'm saying. I use your verbiage, I use your language, and I kind of you know, break these stories down in the way that you guys would understand. So that that explains me using African American. African American is a misnomer. It's not a nationality. I do understand that. But in order to gather and reach more of the people who are lost, I use that terminology to gather us. And then I can share with you, you know, many other things that they're not learning out there. You know. A lot of people become conscious or they they get their wisdom and their 
accolades, you know, via YouTube or Facebook. And they kind of let the strays, you know, kind of stray away or become trolls and people that, you know, pester their community or their platforms. Where as me, I mean, you may stroll down my platform and you may see me, you know, chatting up with a Hebrew Israelite sister or chatting it up with a Muslim brother. You know, I don't hold any bars or I don't hold any um, restrictions on who I allow myself to build with because that I don't want to be limited. You know, I don't label myself as anything. So by me not, you know, associating or subscribing to any of these other ideologies out here because I have my, I really generally have my own. I think everybody is entitled to their own. No one should be told what to believe. I don't want to create a platform and tell you what to believe and tell you who you are. I can share my information with you in hopes that it may enlighten you to look into your own individual backgrounds and heritage but I, I don't wish to tell you who you are I don't believe I have the answers to who you are because your answers may be different from mine now what really tripped me out was the guy from get out comes out in an interview and says that he is uh, um, he's just tired of talking about you know black or uh, black or um, anything racism you know period and he is a UK actor. He's known for Black Mirror, um, Get Out, um, Black Panther. I think that's his most recent. Oh, also Cream and Slim. Yeah, he just done that. That was that was an interesting piece as well. But if you notice, um, like I said, with the Oprah situation, the people that are propped up, you know, and you think that are your sister or your brother, and they um, are placed in these positions to appear to be you and appear to be speaking in your best interest. They always seem to say some funny bunny ass shit like what this guy said. And I'm I'm certain he is sick of the racial racial um, black and white talk because he's not a victim. He hasn't been through a roadblock before. He hasn't been pulled over before. He's portrayed in a movie, but I'm sure he has had to like talk to people who actually been through that you know so you have to be careful with associating ourselves or being too openly you know welcome to these people who are going to disparage us or say things that are not in our best interest or to say things that you know we don't quite understand because here in America as a black American or Aboriginal American or whatever it is your classification that you would wish to identify as, we don't we don't get the privilege of not, you know, ignoring being black. We don't get the privilege of ignoring the black um plight here. So I think it's disrespectful to allow someone else to come here and reap the benefits of, you know, participating in on Hollywood or and anything that, you know, puts money in their pockets and they say things that are not in our best interest like that. If you don't have anything to say about, you know, black issues or black, you know, policies or problems that are taking place here, don't say anything at all. But for you to say you're tired of talking about it, who's talking to you? That's my whole thing. We got to question these people, y'all. But I mean, it's just entertainment, so... I guess we should be listening to him anyways, but I mean, the propaganda, the headlines, once so many of you see it, you know, you you either have an opinion towards it or for it. So I was definitely not for it myself, but 
I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Did you guys hear about the racial discrimination lawsuit a brother had out in Detroit, Michigan? He went in to cash a check. Well, not actually cash. He went in actually to deposit a check at a bank he actually frequents often. And he was racially discriminated against because they accused him of the checks being fraudulent. So this brother walks in the bank with his ID identification, the settlement checks. He had three in, in tow. And when he went in to deposit the checks, they had an issue with it. They told him they were going to check in with management to get an approval to deposit the checks. Then they came back and told him they couldn't do it. And the police was waiting to speak with him. How do you call the police that fast? You know, because someone is wishing to deposit a check. As a former bank teller myself, I do know that we are required by the federal government policies to report a customer transaction report, which is a CTR. So if someone comes into a bank and anything over $10,000, we have to instantly um, take in just a bit more information for the federal government. They track everybody who's moving more than $10,000 at one time. So instead of them doing that, they actually call the cops. Four cops um, briefly showed up to address the situation and they actually were able to contact the lawyer and, and verify the checks. At that time, Mr. Thomas, he was upset. He took his checks and he went somewhere else. Right. So in my opinion, I think he has another case. I mean, it's not saying that someone is fishing around for it or, you know, people are looking to be discriminated against. But if you're being discriminated against, we we have to have some type of power to be able to slow this type of things down. And I think handling it the legal way um, through lawsuits and um, litigations, I think I think we'll get some progress that way. I really do. Because if we keep allowing them to discriminate against us, um, food establishments and banks and other establishments that we are, um, we're citizens of America. We're, we're the foundation of America. We, we should not be subjugated to any form of discrimination in our ancestral land. Right? So, yeah. Brother, file you another case. And use the same lawyer because he's obviously on to something. He's got you those two. It was two um, lawsuits that he won with his former employer. But they resulted in three checks. So I stick with the same guy. <laughs> Another story I wanted to briefly cover was the fact that 50 Cent wanted to call out Oprah behind not calling out Allison Morris over saying the Nakers coming. And I also thought that was interesting, too. You know, Oprah has a lot of investigative energy for people who look like her as opposed to people who look like, you know, other people. So in the midst of all this drama and this media, you know, fury that's going on and this lady's job is in the you know, realm. I don't know if she still has her job or not, but Oprah is very dead silent, you know, and she's a very um, vocal person behind the Me Too movement and behind the Michael Jackson case, as well as the R. Kelly case. You know, she's had a lot to do with that. She's put her hands into those cases and to those stories being pushed 
a lot to say that she hasn't, you know, <laughs> exalted that same energy into this story about this M- MSNBC reporter, Allison Morris. Morris um, actually blurting out the word nigger on live TV. So you guys just have to be mindful of who's propped and placed in front of us as tokens or as um, the illusion that, you know, we are people are being represented, you know, in the public. You know, we're not really being represented. They're being um, manipulative with that. So you guys have to be sure to uh, follow that story and see if we ever see Oprah say anything about the Allison Morrison scandal. Because I'm I'm very much interested in seeing if she will say anything, and I bet you she won't. But that's just, you know, what I think about it, that. So in conclusion of today's episode, I would like to say I appreciate you guys for taking the time to listen to this podcast and also taking the time to engage with me on my platforms and giving me your opinions and your suggestions and just all the love and support and encouragement you guys have been giving me has been incredible. It is very humbling and I appreciate each and every one of you. So be sure again that you are following me on Twitter, Instagram at Miss Friend Speaks. Also, don't forget to keep on engaging with me at Friend Speaks on Facebook. You know, I like to enlighten and spread knowledge and, you know, different things that people may not know or, you know, different ideologies through love and light. So I'm sending you guys a lot of love and a lot of light. And I hope you guys have a great night. Thank you.